my god i don't know if you got my snapchat but did you see i went out into the back room to say good morning to lily and there was just these ice cream containers all torn up and strewn across the floor alongside the strings from lily's toy i did see that that's the only thing your uh, snapchat was missing was her looking guilty (laughs) she's not guilty at all Hello friends and welcome back to another episode of Signature Dish, our MasterChef podcast where we talk about everything cooking, competition and cravats. I am Zach Blackmore. And I am Luca Brewer. Hello Zach. How have you been Luca? I've been alright. I've been, of course, um, eagerly anticipating each episode of MasterChef (laughs) and taking breaks from important um, assignments to spend an hour Mm. watching MasterChef, which is especially coupled with some of the most stressful episodes oh. I've seen this season. It's it's just not a fun combination. It's been such a busy week, and it has not helped that MasterChef has been so, like, anxiety-inducing this week. Yeah. Oh, my God. There's just so much stressful things. Particularly at the start of the week. Oh. Oh. Man, there were some really nice dishes then, though. There were. It's one thing that I um, thought about this week is that the last couple of um, days, the team challenge and the last uh, the last elimination challenge, nothing really, like, grabbed me. I felt so much less engaged with it than I normally do. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it was, you know, sure it was fun to watch and everything, but it wasn't as exciting and enthralling as some of the previous cooks and challenges have been like that pizza challenge that was something because it was then getting thrown into a, a situation and an environment they'd never been in before and how everyone dealt with that but this recent challenge the the team challenge where they had to make an art installation sure that was exciting but I don't know it was focusing more on the fact that they had to make so much of each thing and the struggles associated with that which don't know just didn't draw me in as much as other challenges have yeah I think in concept it's very exciting and interesting but the execution of it just didn't make it seem very exciting and I was a little bit disappointed that their art installations sort of for the most part had very little art and they were kind of just food in a room like I know that it's primarily food but there was no there was the the closest they came to having some sort of like artistic element was that they made one team made things look like flowers the other team made things look like honeycombs it didn't really have a cohesive artistic I'm sure it was very impressive and very cool but it just wasn't as you know interesting as some of the other things that they've done like oh how how the sweet week began i think that was one of the best challenges of the week they had to smash the mystery box open and then it turns out the mystery box itself was made out of chocolate and wasn't an ingredient that was really cool that was so clever and it produced i think some of the best dishes from this week definitely came from that uh mystery box and invention test and the uh, immunity challenge. Yeah, those were really good. I think that's where the standout cooking happened. Yeah, I agree entirely with that. 
I'm just looking back because it feels like so long ago that we were at the start of the week. The thing that I wanted to talk about, because I don't think that it's going to make it into our top picks, I just wanted to mention the iced Vovo that Eliza made. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was cool. I mean, not my top pick, of course, but the fact that she took inspiration from an iced Vovo and made it into a nice thing. I, I love that. Yeah, I think it's such a... It was such a creative idea, and it's not... I guess not the sort of thing that happens very often that people really do such an effective job of creating something that feels very classic and very, like, signature. Um, I know, like... We use signature dish to talk about our favourite of the week, but, like, the actual, like, meaning of the term is the whole, uh, you go to a place for that specific thing that they make. And it felt like the Ice Vovo is that sort of thing, even though it wasn't, like, definitely didn't top my list as the most impressive or the one that I would most like to have, but it just was such a really, uh, creative thing and I think it's really great especially since iced vovo biscuits are very different now to what they used to be mm, that's true I, I, th- I think it, I thought it was just very cool the first day of sweet week was I still think it was the best out of all of them yeah aside from the immunity challenge those were my two favorite days yeah I was gonna say immunity challenge was my favorite day I just loved that so much three really fantastic cooks from the competition and i love reynold i was so happy that he came back yes i love angelique oh my gosh she is incredible she was she was lovely she was and she was so fun to watch she was having a great time she was so enthusiastic and creative and it was really like almost shocking to see how casual she was able to be about doing something so like high stress yeah it was really refreshing honestly i liked how at times she just she just had some things on the floor that she was using like ingredients up and she just would lean down pick them up go do some other things sort of run around she was still so enthusiastic and bubbly about it all it was just a really nice break from the stress of the competition because you'd be like oh it's back to angelique what she's doing now oh yeah it was so good and i love even like as time's running out she's like oh i'm missing like an element so i'm just gonna throw something together and i think that'll work and it did and she got a perfect score on her dish and it was uh, it was just so much fun yeah to watch her i really liked lauren too with she was just like yep I'm just going to do these two things. They're going to be perfect. <laughs> yeah, she really... Like, I didn't feel quite as engaged watching her, but she just had this real work ethic that came through. Like, she was just like, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, I know exactly how I'm going to do it and what I need to get done, and then she just went through it very methodically and, again, was another way that the pressure was not there. Yeah, she, she was also really relaxing to watch. Also, I liked how she went to use the... um the nitrogen and and then sam was like oh do you mind if do you mind uh, if i watch too and then they in the midst of this competition they had this little you know mini masterclass thing and it was it was so nice it was so cute it was <laughs> i really enjoyed that i've forgotten all about that oh it was so lovely that was 
great. I love moments like that. Like this and Unity Challenge, out of all of them, just I think it felt a lot more fun. Yeah. And it was it was for like for everyone involved, everyone was sort of getting along like ha ha ha. It was that's like the stuff I enjoy in MasterChef. Yeah, I a hundred percent agree. And I think that's why the immunity challenges are so good is because they don't have the pressure of losing. Mm. If they lose, they're not losing something. They're just not gaining something, which lets them do something more creative, more interesting. There's no risk of elimination. There's no risk of going into elimination. So you get the more lighthearted, fun stuff. And so sometimes a risk doesn't pay off, but sometimes you just get really amazing things. Plus you get to see the professional chefs cook and... I always really like Shannon being around because he sort of... He does the same thing George does where he goes around and uh, asks whether they thought this through or if they maybe need to add something else out or, you know, they need to be more conscious of the time, but he does it. He's a a bit... No offence. No offence, George. He's more charismatic. Yeah, he's a lot softer about it. I don't know. Shannon's just got this sort of... He's got this, like, kindly dad feel about him. Like, (laughs) now are you sure you've thought this through? And everyone's just like, oh, maybe I haven't. But if it's George saying it, you're sort of just like, oh, go away, George. (laughs) (laughs) Nice save there, by the way. That was a close one. (laughs) (laughs) But no, that was really, really good to watch. But I think... We need to talk about uh, the deep, intense anxiety that we both felt during the ice cream float. I hated that more than anything. Oh my god, I have like four lines of notes because I just could not... I was just like going... I couldn't. I could barely watch it. I was watching it, but I had to be like on my phone scrolling something. So, like, I just... I cannot handle stressful moments, and that was one of the most stressful moments in the entire season so far. Oh, it was, it was oh, horrible it was to watch. my nerves. And, like, every time someone would make just, like, a little mistake, and although I did, as soon as Brian mucked up his semi-fredo, like, I sort of knew, like, well, that's the central element. Even if someone else mucks something up, I don't think that they can muck it up. Yeah. I don't think it can be as impactful as that. But the absolute worst part for me, the thing that brought me, like, deep anxiety and made me, I think, actually yell at the television (laughs) was just the really dramatic, slow, like... It was a good, like, five, ten-second shot of Samuel's chocolate cones when he put the chocolate in it and it was too hot but they just showed the entire thing like just a one solid shot as we watched them collapse I know I hated that so much because he was like okay I've made two cones just in case and then he put the sauce in both both of them them. oh Oh, my goodness Like I, I, we we were just yelling at each other over text as this whole oh, entire yeah. episode was going on. It was it's... just so much. Oh gosh! And like I know Matt said it later in the week, but there is no time more appropriate than that challenge to point out that desserts is a palindrome. Yeah. <laughs> to 
sets becomes stressed, and I love it. Oh, it's so true. It is. It was the most stressful thing that I have watched on television in a long time. I literally think the only thing that has stressed me that much in the last, like, couple of years was watching Bates Motel, which is... Oh, wow. I've never heard of it. So I don't know if your your mic just cut out entirely for there or you were actually serious. No, no, no. Not talking. I, I, I'm serious. This is the thing... The only thing that has stressed me out as much as this episode of MasterChef was Bates Motel, which is literally an adaptation of Alfred Hitchcock's psycho uh... but like instead of norman bates already being like you know you just watch all of the circumstances of him being mistreated and controlled by his mother and not being allowed the help that he needs mm. and it's so infuriating and nerve-wracking because you there are all these opportunities where things could get better and just cringing thinking about something it. stops it from happening <laughs> i like just squeeze my eyes shut like ah, ah, as <laughs> but yes like my point my point is the only thing that has stressed me as much as this master chef was a psychological horror thriller tv show <laughs> Oh my gosh, honestly, the only thing that stressed me out more than this was watching The Martian during the last few moments when he's trying to get off Mars. Like, only thing I can't handle more than embarrassing moments or stressful moments is space stressful moments. (laughs) (laughs) Like, that's the only thing, and MasterChef is probably, that, that floating ice cream episode is, like, in my top three I need to stop and walk away moments but I couldn't because it's MasterChef and I had to watch for Brian. And speaking of the floating ice cream, um, after that episode, like you would think that Brian would never want to do that again, but he and Christy Tanya, they, they've got a little pop-up stall in Pran where you can get yourself a floating ice cream. Yeah, I'm not sure how much longer that's going to be on when this goes up, but... yeah. If not, um, you know, I'm pretty sure that they're available at Omnom, which is her regular dessert bar. And later this year, she is opening Glace, which is her ice cream bar. And I imagine that it'll be available there. Ooh, I did actually see Glace on her... What do you call the top that chefs wear on the pictures from it? So, that's exciting. <laughs> Your friend went, didn't they? To uh... Yeah, that's the re- whole reason I knew. I saw this, on, I was just checking Snapchat, and then I, the next thing I see is Brian and Christy Tanya, except it was, I was like, huh, is this MasterChef holdup? That's an entirely different location. Oh my god, this is a thing. And it was really exciting to see. Especially since, you know, Brian was one of the people to leave this week on MasterChef, which was heartbreaking. I was so sad. I mean, he did not do that well. No, he was getting, he was just had so much on his plate on the last week or so. And he was, he's almost had too much going on with lots of his dishes. Mm. And because he hadn't tried to perfect a few main ingredients, he just had lots that probably um, didn't help. No, and I I feel really sad about it because there are some people that have been in elimination over and over again and this 
this two days where it mattered for Brian and got him sent home were really like the outlier for him. He's been doing so well in the rest of the competition. And it's sweet week too, so it was doubly heartbreaking. Mm. But on the plus side, Brian didn't didn't he have like an internship or work experience thing in Reynolds Koi Bar? Yeah. So that's I'm sure has been really fantastic for him and Hey, yeah, they right. uh, they often do a second chances at the end of the season. Like, just before the top ten, they'll do a challenge where a eliminated contestant can return to the kitchen. So, you know, maybe there's still hope. My sister has said that Brian is still her number one pick to win MasterChef this year because he's going to come back. <laughs> just you wait and see. Oh my gosh, we'll see. He's definitely in my top five because I have a top five and I can't narrow it down. Mm. But I have a recent new addition to my top five. Yeah. I am rooting hard more for Eloise than ever before. Oh my gosh. Because um, I don't remember which episode it was, but in one of them she was wearing this amazing lemon shirt and I was like, I love this lemon shirt. I want this lemon shirt. So I... T- tweeted about it a few times (laughs) and she and she liked and responded to my tweets like hey i've got no idea where it is but i can check the tag for you and just the other day she responded so i'm just sort of still i'm really happy about all that and she just seems so nice and i'm rooting for her more than ever before that's really lovely like, that's so nice. Top from Sports Girl, by the way, so I'm just going to keep going on there <laughs> and seeing if they ever have a lemon pattern shirt every Because uh. it matches my phone case, which is actually, I also did get from Sports Girl. Oh, yes. So I just, I love lemons. I love Eloise, and I hope she keeps doing well. <laughs> I think she will. She's done some really fantastic cooking so yeah. far, and I'm really looking forward to seeing uh, what she does next um but speaking of really good cooking have you uh had time to pick your signature dish and maybe a (laughs) runner-up i have had time but that doesn't mean it's been any easier to narrow anything down whatsoever (laughs) i think it was um trent's dish from the um invention test that he unfortunately didn't get up but it just... Yeah, he didn't. It's, I, it wasn't done up, but the concept of it, which was um, the lemon and rosewater sorbet with an edible floral wreath and lavender gel with lime marshmallow. like Which did sound oh, really fantastic. That sounds amazing. The fact that he um, didn't get it up is going to put it down as my you know, signature dish runner-up, but... That is the exact kind of thing I want to eat and would eat. I Speaking of that one, I just really think that he should have put the failed sorbet on. Even if it wasn't perfect, yes. I think he would have done better having it on there. He sh- I think he should have just tried to like melt it down a little bit and put it on as a sauce. Like, just having, having the flavour, yeah. I think, would have been better than not having anything at all. Exactly. Now, what about you? What's your runner-up for a signature um, dish? My runner-up, and both of my signature dishes are from the uh, mystery box. Oh, well, not the mystery box. The uh, invention test, rather. Which was, uh, just as a refresher, the invention test was a very high-concept challenge. They had to, to create something around a concept using the theme of flowers. Um, 
My runner-up was Callan's Apple and Rose Pie with the baking essence scent, um, which, amazing, he did a very, very uh, modern and not quite deconstructed, um, but not traditional take on an apple pie with rose in it, but also, alongside that, manufactured a scent which he sprayed to create an atmosphere while they tasted the dish, which was the scent of his grandma's kitchen while she was baking. So it had the smell of the roses that she had on her counter. It had the smell of the baking of the apple pie. And smell is a huge part of taste, so I think that was just a really incredibly unique idea and such a crazy thing to do in the MasterChef kitchen. Oh yeah, that's a great choice. That was really cool. And apple and rose is a really delicious combination as well. I love apple and rose. If if anyone listening ever gets a chance to try um, rose and Turkish apple tea, please do. It is Mm. one of the most delicious teas you'll ever drink in your life. Apple and rose jam as well is very good. Mm. So what was your signature dish then, Luca, for this week? What topped out Trent's concept for you? Okay, I'm sure this won't be a surprise. It is definitely Angelique's matcha curd with coconut cream and raspberry and ginger. I'm shocked that you chose a green tea dessert. (laughs) Oh my gosh, it just looked so delicious. It has all my favourite flavours. Angelique was so fun and exciting to watch. It looks nice. I just couldn't fault it. It's out of everything. It is the one thing I would ha- want to eat throughout this entire competition. If I had to choose one thing, it would be that. It was absolutely joyful. It really was. It also, like, it wasn't at all fussy. It was very traditional in terms of how it looked, but it still used all those modern techniques and creative ideas, but it didn't, you know... It, MasterChef, you see a lot of the sort of fancy dining stereotypes, like the crescent on the plating and, mm. like, the deconstructed plating and all of that, and she didn't do any of those things that can come off as showy. It was just really good cooking. Yeah, the, the placing of the dish, it was... Everything was very abundant. There was... Nothing seemed to be lacking. There was... Oh, I just saw um, a bird fly onto a branch that immediately oh. fall off. <laughs> That's fun. <laughs> but there was so much on the plate and it had like lots of life and colour to it. And it just, it looked really appealing. And there was none of that, you know, as you said, fancy dining stereotypes. Of there being like three tiny things on a small plate like it looks you could, like you could have a whole meal from that and you'd be satisfied yeah it that is a good way of describing it it looked satisfying mm. now what about you what was your signature dish well i don't know if this is uh just because i really like the concept but i have to go with pete's beehive in the garden as my signature oh. dish That was so cool. Fantastic choice. First of all, it's adorable. I love the idea of doing a honey-based dish with bees as a response to the concept of flowers. Like, that's that level of separation that is something that people probably aren't going to think of and therefore 
makes it stand out as something unique but also just he made little bees out of hazelnut they were so cute it really completed it it did it was so cute and smoked honey ice cream just sounds oh so good i love honey same that was just i really want to try it (laughs) i need to get some more different fancy honeys to put in my tea because i have tea and honey a lot yes one day we should go up to my favorite tea place out near the reservoir where they have like all these different teas you can taste of course it's like you know seasonal so it varies so it's just it's really nice you can get some really nice floral honeys and heavier honeys and sweeter ones i'm so so down for that honey is just really good it is it is very good and actually (laughs) this was an argument that we were having uh earlier in the week that maybe honey can help resolve uh just uh moving into our uh matt's cravats section for this week uh on the in the immunity challenge matt preston had a very pale yellow two-piece suit um with a white shirt and a pink and brown patterned Mm. cravat and a pink and white polka dot pocket square but we were not quite arguing, but... We were having a polite debate. <laughs> about what colour that yellow was. Uh, lemon or banana? <laughs> I still maintain that it's like a baby a baby pastel lemon yellow. It's what it is. And my, uh, my argument was that he was uh, cosplaying as a <laughs> banana paddle pop. I love that. <laughs> It was, um, I, I think I texted my uh, sister just with the uh, message Paddle Pop Preston <laughs> during that episode. Oh my gosh. How did she reply? Um, oh gosh, I'm not sure. I may have just said it in person because I can't find it in my text, but I definitely said Paddle Pop Preston to somebody. Paddle Pop I think you might have said that to me as well, and I, I maybe did, and I just I lost my shit for a solid minute. It was too good Preston. of a joke to not uh, <laughs> repeat. That's so true. But I think my favorite look for this week would have to be from the beginning of Sweet Week, which ah uh, yeah. yeah, the pale green suit with white accents and patterned cravats and the matching pocket square. It was a mint oh. chocolate look. That's what it was. I predicted it. I predicted there was going to be a mint chalk outfit, and that fits the bill. It looked really nice. Mint and white chocolate, maybe. <laughs> it was some form of chocolate. That's that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Man, mint and white chocolate sounds really good, too. Actually, yeah. Although, actually, it could also be a green tea and white chocolate <gasps> look, which would also be yes. very nice. A matcha latte outfit. Mm. Now I Ooh. want a matcha latte but this week started out so nice with Matt's outfits and then I'm disappointed he didn't keep up the pastel theme. Yeah, I know. It was very disappointing. He started out with his pastel green suit and then he moved on to um, a pink suit, which was nice. Yes. And then there was the pastel lemon or or, um, banana paddle pop, whichever one you want to to say. And but yeah, then he got his okay. 
I'm going to start by saying I love his blue and orange Tarzan um, outfit because it's so ugly that I love it. Uh, it crossed but that you line. Don't seem to no, feel the same. it crossed the line for me. It was just a lot of the time there are things that I'm like, that's so ugly that I love it. This one was just so ugly that I didn't want to look at it anymore. <laughs> and for me, I thought it was fan- it was fantastically like something you would find in um, some random op shop in mm. some rural town. Definitely. So you come across it, be like, oh my God, what is that? That's so ugly. I have to have it. That's the feeling that it gave me. Okay. And I just love that. Okay, it no, I can so see ugly. that. I can see that. I can uh, I can agree with that, but maybe with the caveat that uh, you see it in an old op shop and you're like, oh my gosh, that's so ugly, and then you see that it's only $3 and you're like, well, now I have to have it. <laughs> that's so true. <laughs> Matt did actually have two pink outfits this week. I'm not 100% sure, but I think that was the same pink suit. Yeah, I have a feeling it was, with just, you know, different accessories. Yeah. I saw it and I was like, hold up, is this like an ad for... No, I think I've seen this one before. So is this his first repeat of the season? Twice in the same week is pretty... That's close together, Matt. You know, not policing your your fashion, but Mm. surely you have more than one pink suit. Yeah, he's gotta... I, I would not put it part, past Matt Preston to have... He's got to have at least two pink suits. You'd think so. Where was... I was a little disappointed we didn't get, like, a lavender. We didn't get, like, musk stick pink. Maybe, like, an, a, a subtle orange blossom orange. That would be nice. Ooh, yeah. Yes. Though orange blossoms um, aren't actually orange. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe an orange blossom honey Ooh. look. Mm. Though I d- I've got to say, Matt was not the only one rocking some fashion this week. I've got to talk about a couple of outfits from George. So true. The first, the very first day, George wore like a green button-up shirt and a little waistcoat. That was pretty out there for him. That was. <laughs> it was. Uh, not a bad look, but it sort of made him look a little bit like a dealer at a casino. <laughs> It also made me think, like, like he was almost like a 14-year-old who just discovered waistcoats and was trying to be fancy. <laughs> oh, that's too, that's too accurate. And I feel mean for laughing at it, but it's so spot on. Um, but the outfit of his that I really loved was uh, the team challenge. They were all a little bit more casual, and George was rocking that double <gasps> denim. I entirely missed that somehow. Oh, you missed... It was good. It was good. He had a denim jacket on over, like, a white t-shirt and then blue jeans as well. It's a good look. The classic double denim look. The double denim that you can always pull off. Yeah. Everyone should be getting on that. It's back in, everybody. <laughs> double denim it up with your denim jacket, denim jeans, and some jutes, maybe. Some Jutes, oh gosh. Jean boots. <laughs> I feel like this could open a can of worms that we're not prepared to deal with. Yeah, let's um, let's scoot along past that. <laughs> I'd like to scoot along to another contender in the high fashion world of MasterChef, Shannon Bennett and his bright orange sneakers. Yeah, were they were they orange or were they like a 
pinkish magentary orange. They were, well, I would I have called tell. them orange, but they were on that red side, that really fluorescent, like, witch's hat orange. Yeah, they were full on. Like, I feel like when the camera panned out to have a look over the kitchen and we got we got the first shot at Shannon's shoes, I feel like every single pixel in the TV screen migrated to the specific area <laughs> of his shoes and the colour was leached out of the rest of the screen just to show exactly how out there and loud those shoes were because they were something else and I they loved it. They really were. Be seen, be safe, Shannon Bennett. Be seen, be safe. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh. I think I think that covers pretty much everything that we wanted to talk about for this week, actually. Yeah, um, I can't think about anything else. Thank you so much, everybody, for coming back and listening to another episode of our little podcast. Thank you all so much. We appreciate it just as much as always. If you want to uh, see a little bit more of Luca, you can also catch them over at The Hangout on YouTube. They're head over to their Twitter, it is at the Hangout AU, uh, and you should be able to find the videos from there, that's a Let's Play that um, Luca is on sometimes. Yes, it's very fun and enjoyable, but not as um, family friendly as our podcast here is, so you might want to have some headphones in while you're watching. <laughs> <laughs> that is a fair warning, um, and that does it for us this week. As always... Thank you guys, and don't forget to stay zesty.